Despite what you may have seen, heard, or read, Oklahoma State can win a Big 12 title this weekend versus Texas. Capitalization is the theme, but maybe emotion should be the scheme. This one should be off of bulletin board material. This one should be all about heart because the disrespect is real. It's less about the physical and more about the metaphysical. It is Texas. We all hear it. We've all heard it. These players have likely heard it most of their entire lives. The eyes of Texas are upon you, and you, sir, are not good enough for Texas. You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by to make this your first listen. We're available on all of your podcasting platforms, visually as well on YouTube. Find me personally on Twitter at AllDayO State. Today, we're partially brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment matter more. Right now, our new customers get $150 back in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Make sure you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started today. Isn't it wild to sit back and think that the guy who's nation's leading rusher, the guy who leads the Big 12 in rushing, the guy who's likely going to win the Dope Walker Award for best running back in the country and likely going to win the offensive player of the award, maybe even the overall player of the award in the Big 12, was told for months by Texas that he was not Texas material. I'm sure you guys have already gathered. Yes, we're talking about our main man, Ollie Gordon, the running back that was recently asked, does this one carry a little bit more weight for you? Does it have a little bit more pizzazz to the show? And thankfully, he basically said yes, because Texas offered him the day before National Signing Day. Now, he, like everybody else, would have loved to go to Texas. If you grow up to be one of the big-time four-star, five-star guys in the state of Texas, it's natural that you view Texas from a different perspective your entire livelihood. And then for them to tell you for months that you're not Texas material. And then the day before National Signing Day, be like, ah, just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, you won't you go out and come to Texas. Imagine the disrespect you felt. Well, we can imagine it because the disrespect you felt is what allowed him to be in Oklahoma State University. And we also know that he's not here for just the monetary value. He's here to chase the greats like Barry and Thurman and get himself in the NFL where the money is going to end up being anyways. Texas views things a little bit differently, and they viewed Ollie Gordon a little bit differently. Who else on the Oklahoma State roster even got a Texas offer? I'm sure you could probably guess. But it was only one other individual. I will save that for a little bit. The pressure is real here, but I don't want to over-prepare, right? Because, again, we've, we've had multiple guys that have been told they're not good enough, which we'll, we'll cover a little bit more. But I'm afraid of the over-preparation as opposed to just strapping them on and going after it. They are putting in extra time right now, extra film preparation, because we have backups that have taken significantly less than 50 snaps all year that are staying super late in the facilities to feel like they're prepared for this game. Again, 
I think that we should be ready to add a few wrinkles, right? We need to be ready to make a few adjustments on defense. We certainly still need to put together a very hot script to start, scheme up some new ways to catch them over-pursuing or dropping into some advantageous coverages. we got to get better at reads in our option route concepts. So you've noticed recently we've had some misses where it really looks like Bowman's thrown to the wrong area or the wide receiver ran the wrong route. No, it's the option route concepts that took a little bit for us to kind of install that our quarterback receiver are reading the coverage a little bit differently. Right. So if the wide receiver reads a safety going one way and the quarterback reads the, the linebacker going a certain way, they may have a little bit of differentiation on where the right window is to set down. it. Yes, we need to work on that kind of stuff. But other than that, I'm just thinking we should bring a fist fight to the party. If you bring enough fight, the fire will come. Ignite the fire with your play. Play fast, play loose, play aggressive, play ruthless and ready. Ready for the fist fights to ensue. They're number one in the country in red zone defense. They're number one in the country in third down defense. They're the number four overall defense in America. They're number one in the Big 12 in so many categories and nationally. We've heard all week they've got better wide receivers. We have the 114th or 116th rated pass defense in the country, so we surely cannot stop them. Our wide receivers don't have any deep threat capabilities whatsoever, so Texas will be able to play press man all day, every day, without needing to make adjustments. Their defense doesn't have to load the box against Ollie Gordon. He'll be the only guy this season or team that hasn't needed to load the box to stop Ollie. O-State has several offensive linemen that wouldn't even make the two deep of Texas right here, right now. If all the Jimmys and all the Joes and all the X's and all the O's matter, then, yeah, we don't stand a chance. We very well may be screwed. But if it's about something more than just those things, maybe we do got a chance. Bring the pain to Longhorn Nation. We have several players that have already beat this Texas team two, three, four times in our locker room right now. We just played for Big 12 title in Jerry World two years ago. They haven't done this since 2018, before that, 2009. Yes, they are good. They are bigger. They're bolder. They're better, technically. But I don't know if they're as tested. I don't know if their intestinal fortitude is the same as what we can provide. I don't think that they know what real adversity is. We have guys who want to be here. They want to be there in this game. Texas has guys that get to be there air quotes. They have all the money, all the resources, but we have all the intangibles. We have all the heart. Guys, this is truly a matchup of good versus evil. David versus Goliath. A game where morals, integrity, work ethic, accountability, and effort very well might outduel all the massive talent differential and all of the massive recruiting NIL dollar-dollar bills that they float around in Texas like it's going out of style. So many players, other than Ollie Gordon and Talon Shetron, have been told they're not good enough. So, damn the X's and the O's. Forget the Jimmys and the Joes. This one needs to be about a little something extra. Pull from a little bit deeper down than normal. Because if we do that, if we make it this kind of game, then they can feel the pain. And then they can feel disrespected when it's all over 
while we're dancing around, hopefully around the Big 12 logo somewhere. So let's, let's talk about the dudes and some of the things we got right, some of the things we got wrong. One of the things that you can get right today is your money. Ladies and gentlemen, not only do you need to consider right what FanDuel can do for you, but you also need to consider what this Big 12 title game could potentially mean to you. Again, new customers get $150 back in bonus bets with winning any $5 money line bet. That's $150 back if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's not a better time to get in on the action. The app is safe, secure, and super easy to use with everything from money lines, player props, over, under, Heisman, conference champion, who's going to win the Super Bowl. All you got to do is visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Go there now. Kick off your NFL season. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on because FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. Not so fast, my friends, as our main man Lee Corso would say. On top of the money-making situation, you have to make sure that you have the right people to capitalize on your potential money-making adventures. So LinkedIn is the tool that you need. It's the tool that's going to help you find the right professional for your team faster and our favorite for free. All you got to do is make your job, right? It's not just any other random job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of over a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates to choose from. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats right now, and they don't have time and the resources to go through all the interviewing and the hiring process unless you can pinpoint the right people. That's what LinkedIn Jobs does for you. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Go there now. Again, that is linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free terms and conditions that do apply. There's terms and conditions that evidently apply if you're going to be a Texas Longhorn or you're going to be considered to be a Texas Longhorn because a large contingency of our Cowboys were not offered by Texas. And we do know that a good portion, probably 70, 65, 75% of our roster is from the state of Texas. We haven't had to lean on the state of Texas as much recently, but with the new Big 12 and the new new Big 12 moving in and us needing to take our seat at the top of the throne, this stuff is going to get more and more important. But again, this is about motivation, emotion, why we can win the game despite them having all of this talent. And it's because of the guys that are feeling the disrespect. So we know that Ollie Gordon and Talon Shetron were the, the only two Cowboys right now on the roster that got Texas offers. We got two commits. In this incoming class, in Lando Cleveland and David Cabongo that also have Texas offers. Kendall Daniels was offered by Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, LSU, and Notre Dame, but not good enough for Texas. Colin Oliver was another four-star, just like Kendall Daniels, that was also offered by Georgia, Oregon, Ole Miss, Tennessee, TCU, and Utah, but not good enough for Texas. Nick Martin is an animal that leads the conference in tackles. He was a four-star with a 90 grade, according to 247, but he wasn't Texas material. Leon Johnson from George Fox, no, definitely not Texas material, right, according to them. Brendan Presley, the Oklahoma player of the year who stacked records on top of records. You guessed it, not good enough for Texas. Neither was Alan Bowman. Deshaun Brown's an NFL caliber, not good enough for Texas. Xavier Benson is a Texan who started 
12 games as a freshman for Texas Tech with almost 60 tackles in year one. But you guess this. He's not good enough. Aiden Kelly was a pretty big four-star prospect. No love from Texas. Justin Kirkland, a mountain of a man who can move mountains, was so motivated last week because BYU told him he was going to have to walk on. So if they're telling him he's not even BYU material, you know, good and daggone sure he wouldn't be quote-unquote Texas material, right? It's time to put up or shut up all the five stars, all the four stars. This is the game that maybe preparation isn't as necessary as motivation. This is a time for all of the hateful eight to, yes, embrace the hate. And we can all yell Texas sucks from the tallest Oklahoma plateaus, mountaintop, rocky top, or the nearest OU flea-infested Wally World parking lot. We should be able to shout this stuff at the end of the day because it should matter more to them and to us than anybody on the Texas roster, than anybody in the Texas fan base. Point. Blank, period. All right, so let's go over some of the things that we got wrong and we got right uh, from our preseason predictions. Uh, number one, we predicted 10 wins. Now, uh, originally I went nine and three, right, with um, a loss to OU. But then when I appeared on the Mark Rogers show week one, I changed it because I was so tired of OU fans bumping their gums. And I did see a lot of positivity in what the spring and the fall could provide so I, I flipped it to 10 and 2 with a win in Bedlam. Now we got the Bedlam dub. We're a game away from 10 wins. So to be determined. I said we'd have a 1,500 yard rushing running back, and we got that. Thank you, Ollie Gordon. I said we'd have a 1,000 yard wide receiver. We did not get that with Brennan Presley coming up just shy of 750. Said we'd have a 3,000 yard QB. Not quite. Alan Bowman threw for 2,808 yards. I would beg to, to say that. If he did start the whole year, probably eclipses 3K, but we didn't get that one right. Uh, guaranteed over 4.6 yards of carry on the season. We definitely got that at 5.0. Guaranteed a 250, 250 yards per game passing. We got that. Not by a lot, but we got it. 30 rushing touchdowns. Not quite. We didn't get that one. Well, we ended up just shy at 27. 40 passing touchdowns. Yeah, we creeped over that there with 41. Uh, we said we'd be top three in the Big 12 in overall defense. That did not quite happen. Said we'd have the tackle leader. Well, we ended up getting that, Mr. Nick Martin. Said, I said we'd be top three in sacks. Not quite. Nick Martin coming at sixth. And um, Cole Oliver came in at seventh. We said we'd have top three tackles for loss. Yes, thank you again, Nick Martin. Top three in picks. Not quite. Cam Epps had three. The leader had six. And him really getting four wouldn't have made that big of a discrepancy here. So not quite. Top three in sacks allowed. Yes, the offensive line was as good as they looked like in the spring and the fall, even though it took some mix and match here and there to make it right. We finished the season number three in the conference. My preseason coach of the year was Chris Kleiman. Obviously didn't get that right. I had five All-Big 12 guys. Obviously, we, we don't know what that is going to be, but we've got some guys that will definitely make it, like Ollie Gordon, like Nick Martin, like Kendall Daniels. Alex Hale should be a shoe-in. Brennan Presley will likely make first or second team. Colin Oliver could be in that department as well. If you look at the PFF grades, Dalton Cooper is the second best on the team in all of the grading, so he might be an option. Joe Maholski, our center, he's graded out 
pretty tag on the well, especially the latter half of the season. So we're going to have some options to reach that five all Big 12 guys. I'm feeling pretty confident about it. Uh, we had K-State and Texas for the Big 12 title game. Uh, we had us finishing third. So obviously we gladly got that one a little bit wrong. I uh, don't know exactly what the hashtag game is about. We tried to hashtag Legion of Boone. That didn't quite grow legs because our defense, uh, yeah, we, we let some things go by. We hashtagged OG2 for Heisman pretty uh, pretty early on. Uh, that's going pretty well. well. We hashtagged Stilly to Arlington before the season started. Obviously, we're there, baby. And I think one of the biggest things is Gundy had to go, right? Well, we did shows on this, and for good reason. Because some of the same issues that plugged us at the beginning of this year were the same issues that plugged us last year. Some of the issues with the, the, the play calling with Casey Dunn and some of the development and what was happening with the wide receiver room. All of that stuff was happening last year, and we didn't address it. Gunny just kind of brushed it under the rug and, and kind of let it be what it was. And then it festered, and then things changed when the season started, and it just kind of got all discombobulated and turned into a little bit of a mess. And it was a mess that we should have addressed before the season. So, yeah, we did do shows after doing almost 11 months of research and, and acquiring information about, you know, him being in and out of practices for seven years and not having conversations with guys that had been at Oklahoma State for five years, spent three or four years in the NFL, still didn't have any face-to-face -face interactions with Mike Gundy. Yeah, we talked about all this stuff being a problem, and this is why he was not in tune with what was happening in the locker room. And then South Alabama happened. Iowa State happened. Chad Weiberg happened. We get a new Gundy. So Gundy went from a D minus, an F plus, to at least a B plus right now. And I'm fully aware of that. I thought he lost his fastball. He didn't. He just had to be pushed into using the daggone thing again, which is fine. So my Gundy, this might be, if we knock off Texas, I think it's fair to say this might be his greatest coaching job ever. Obviously, 2011, we won the Big 12 title. We got screwed out of the national championship, which is why the BCS fell apart. 2021, everybody remembers us ending six inches short. Obviously, there was a lot of things within that game that shouldn't have ever happened, and we should never even have made it that close, but it is what it is. Obviously, those stack up as some of Gundy's best seasons ever because, you know, they equaled something. They equaled some level of trophies, whether it be a Fiesta Bowl title trophy or a Fiesta Bowl title trophy and a Big 12 title trophy. But to go from where we are, were and for him to be so far removed from the pulse of the locker room, I really didn't see him being able to jump back in like this. So I'm glad that we got this. I think we should have got it earlier. If we would have got this, Mike Gundy, before the season started, would South Alabama happen? Likely not. Would Iowa State happen? Likely not. We do have a considerable amount of talent. We have more than enough talent than we get credit for. We need to display that versus Texas. But again, take a page out of the first half Kalani Sataki BYU coach playbook. Do some fakes. Do some, do some funky fourth and ones. Take some chances. Be bold. Do a, do a reverse. Do a hook and ladder. 
You're playing with house money, Mike Gundy. This is easily top three, one of your greatest coaching jobs ever. If you beat Texas, probably your best coaching job, simply because of the turnaround. To go from that far removed to end like Flynn and then finding ways to win, that's huge. He's definitely the Big 12 coach of the year right now. I cannot wait for some of these Big 12 awards to come out. Obviously, we should have plenty of Cowboys on there. There will be an exorbitant amount of Texas Longhorns on there, so just be prepared for that. Unfortunately, it is what it is. But we also get to drop a little bit of love. We get to drop a little bit of nuggets on the rankings. But before we do that, I would be remiss if I didn't remind all y'all fine people out here that, uh, again, capitalization is key. And FanDuel is fun. But I don't know if it's quite as fun as prize picks. They do two completely different things. But at the end of the day, it's all about capitalization, right? It's about making that money, honey. Prize picks is the funnest daily fantasy sports you can physically possibly find anywhere, which is exactly why you got to get in on the action today. Ladies and gentlemen, prize picks has you covered. And with the, the reboot policy, you know, I love that. If you have a player for football or basketball that gets hurt in the first half and doesn't return for the second half, the player gets rebooted. Now, you know Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. With basketball season now here, you can pick combo projections. So you can go from football to basketball in the specials league. A league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, you can mix and match Kate Cunningham, former Cowboy, with Tyreek Hill, former Cowboy. If you want to play alongside some of your prize picks favorites in the communities like rapper Meek Mill or comedian Andrew Schultz, you can do that now in community plays under the promos tab. Make sure you get hooked up with prize picks today. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college. Make sure you use that code locked on college, all one word, for first deposit match up to $100. Again, prizepicks.com slash locked on college. Get your 100 bones. Get it right now because they'll match that deposit for you. All righty, y'all. So the Big 12 has been a wild ride, which is yet another reason why Oklahoma State could pull this off. You know, a lot of people said, wouldn't it be the most Big 12 thing to happen to have even more chaos? And we almost got that. BYU tried to test our metal quite a bit early on, and it almost got us. Now we find a way to come back. But again, that is just a microcosm of what the Big 12 is. Not just this year. It was like this last year. Now we had a premier team, kind of like Texas this year, in TCU. Texas is talking about making the Final Four. They need a couple of things to go their way. And if a couple of things do break their way, i.e. an Oregon loss, then they very well could get in. If Georgia takes care of Bama, Texas is likely. And so I get the conversation, and I love it, because I think they're definitely overlooking us. We did the same thing to UCF. Right after this big Super Bowl that we made Bedlam, then it was on to the Big 12 title game, right? Then it was take care of UCF, duh. Take care of Houston, duh. Take care of BYU, duh. And you're in like Flynn, 
You're playing in Arlington for Big 12 time. We overlooked UCF. The weather got the best of us. We were completely unprepared for that game in so many different ways, not just from the football playing perspective, even the equipment level perspective. We just weren't prepared. But again, this is like rat poison, right? We've heard Nick Saban use this term. We've heard Mike Gundy allude to it as well. Sometimes when you're riding too high and you're receiving too much love, it can backfire. These are some of the things we're going to count on for this Texas game. Because, again, you're going to hear it all week. You've heard it all year. You're going to hear it after the game. Win, lose, or draw. This Texas squad is loaded with NFL talent. This Texas squad is littered with nothing but four-star, five-star dudes. And a lot of our roster isn't, quote-unquote, good enough for Texas. Just like a lot of the other rosters out here. So, Let's knock off the end of the season, Big 12, final regular season ranking. Probably won't be super surprising, but Baylor, you're dead last. And then, you know, I do appreciate that Baylor's coach, Dave Aranda, fired the coordinators, right, one year, and then this year he fired his OC after firing the DC last year. And, uh, you know, a lot of Baylor fans aren't super happy with Dave Aranda, uh, but this is the natural you know, course of events, right? If your coaching is terrible for a season, you got to make some moves in the offseason just to show the world, the fan base, and everybody that you're dedicated and you're you're aware that some things need to be adjusted. And then if this doesn't work, you're fired, right? And that's the trajectory that I thought we should have been on last year. We should have fired Casey Dunn, like full stop, no questions asked. But we didn't. We put ourselves in the situation we are now. Um, which is, again, part of the reason that the running out on the rails was a legitimate conversation. All right. Anyways, Baylor, you, you're dragging up the rear. Houston also fires Dana Holgerson. So speaking of firing offense coordinators, and we should have fired Casey Dunn, and we should maybe do it again. I don't know if Dana's grown up in his, his old age. Very likely possible. I doubt he's as hot-headed. Maybe him and Gundy can get along pretty good now. I don't know. Worst things that have happened. All right. Uh, number 12 is going to be Cincy. Cincinnati looked good in Stillwater. They look good at times this year, but their coach has got to figure out a way to not lose all of the little ones with stupid mistakes, bad timeouts, and bad mis mismanagement of the game. Followed by number 11, TCU. Your biggest disappointment to me in the Big 12 by far because you got jumped by BYU. BYU showed a lot of heart. They showed a lot of fight against Oklahoma State in the season, just not quite enough. Kalani Sataki pulled his foot off the gas too much, and it, it bit him in the rear end. UCF comes in at number nine. You're going bowler as bowling as a newbie. Good job, and you beat us. So there's a feather in that cap as well. Rickham Taco Tech, another pretty, pretty good disappointment uh, this season. West Virginia, another uh, not a disappointment, but a big surprise, really. To me, comes in at number seven, followed by KU at six. I thought about bumping KU over K-State. I maybe should have done that. Um, but K-State did play a good game against Iowa State, who's right above them at number four. So that's why I put K-State at five, KU at six. Obviously, the Boomer, Crying, Lion, Gooners show up at number three with our Cowboys at number two. And Texas is 11-1. and one. So give respect where respect is, is, is due. Again, nobody's doubting that Texas is good. Nobody's doubting technically they're better. They should win. But again, if we make this game 
ugly, muddy, dirty, nasty, a fist fight in the box, in the trenches, three yards of cloud of dust type of mentality. Texas doesn't really know what it's like to fight through enough adversity, in my opinion. These are the ways that we can win this game. It's, again, less about the X's and O's, and even to some degree, less about the Jimmy's and the Joe's. This can be a game of preparation and motivation. Point blank, period. That's it. All right, y'all. We've got a lot of guest appearances and guests um, that we're going to have on the show this week, including one of our favorite locked-on crossovers. We're going to talk Texas. We're going to talk Oklahoma State. We're going to talk Big 12. But hopefully, we're talking about a W at the end of the day. All right, you know I love you. As always, God bless. Go Pokes. And thank you for tuning in to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. You could be anywhere. I am so happy that you choose to be here. All right, y'all. You know the drill. Later, taters.